0: What is up? My name is Thomas, but you knew that already. I am currently sitting on my bed at 8 fucking a.m. in the morning because the sound of birds isn't letting me go to sleep, and I haven't slept this night. So, you know, I'm running on about 20... 20 hours of no sleep, and I decided, huh, what's the best thing to do when a person's sleep-deprived? Let's fucking record an episode for a podcast, huh? That's gonna be riveting. I'm gonna probably say some shit that's gonna get me thrown in jail, or, like, ruin my political career, or, you know, just hurt someone's feelings, but that's just how I'm feeling right now. Because I just had a cup of coffee, even though I didn't have any sleep. And when I don't have any sleep, that makes me irritable. When I have coffee, that makes me even more irritable. This morning, I was cooking instant noodles, I put too much paprika in the soup, and I threw a temper tantrum at the paprika, and threw the shaker at the wall. Because I am off my motherfucking rocker right now. So I decided, who else is better to listen to my fucking rants and my crazy ass ideas that I have in this sleep deprived state than I'll yell! I'm gonna throw this shit in your court, and whether you like it or not, whether you wanna dodge it or not, whenever. Whether you wanna volley it back like Serena Williams, Venus Williams, we talked about that last episode. However, you wanna fucking deal with that information that I'm about to toss on your side is your prerogative. I don't care. It's your prerogative. It's the opposite of that one Britney Spears song that she remasters from Bobby Brown because Bobby Brown is a fucking sexual assaulter. I don't. Sexual assaulter, is that the word? I don't know, but we don't like Bobby Brown. Um, so we send the Britney Spears version instead, it is in your court, it is your prerogative. Anyways, I decided, what am I usually most angry towards? And that is fucking instruments, because I hate musical instruments. Okay, I don't hate all musical instruments. Blanket statement, you know, just disclaimer. There are some musical instruments that I actually vibe with, but they are few and far between because there are some musical instruments that exist out there that get on my fucking nerves. Like, they must be fucking... If they are a type of cell in the body, they are Schwann cells because they are getting on my nerves. Kudos to you bio nerds out there who got that joke, or not really a joke, got that th- thing that, that I made, that I said, that I excreted out of my mouth, I don't know, that I exocytosed out of my voice box. Who knows how sound works? That'll probably be a later episode anyways. Oh yeah, I have major beef with some musical instruments. Specifically, I have beef with the piano. Now, let let me get this straight. Okay. Yes, piano is a particularly accessible instrument. You do not... A lot of people will have impairments, for example, if you have, you know, asthma or you don't have a very large, you know, um, lung capacity, then you probably can't play any of your woodwind instruments, you can't play the clarinet, you can't play the flute, you can't play all those fucking, the, 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 what, what are they called, the brass instruments, your tuba, your trombone, your trumpet, your, if you're blowing Donald Trump's penis, I don't know, whatever wind instrument that you decide to play or brass instrument you decide to play, You cannot play that if your lung capacity does not allow you to play it. Another thing that you cannot play is if you have any skin conditions that make your skin hypersensitive to certain metals, or that make it shred more faster, or if you have hemophilia, you probably don't want to play the bass guitar because that shit will shred through your fingerprints. Like, you will. As a bass guitarist, I'm convinced that they shred through your fingers and your layers of skin so much that if you go, you know, to some country that has really strict laws like, I don't know, Cuba, for immigration and whatnot, and you put your thumb print, you know, when you put your thumb in the ink and it makes you put it on the paper, you will come back with no fingerprint. It's going to be all black. Cuba's going to detain you for for 72 hours, and you're going to have a rough time. That's your decision. Again... Your prerogative. You can decide whether or not you want to just lose all identification features of your hands just so you can make a few notes here and there and sound half badass. Let's be honest, no one really cares much about the bass guitar anymore now that we have a synth and you can just, you know, record the sound of the bass guitar and then just press the synth note of whatever you want. I don't. I don't understand music production. I only. Look, all of my music knowledge is based off of the music I listened to, and the fact that I was an Asian kid who was forced to play the piano when they were a child, um, because it was either piano or um, sweatshop, so I decided I'm going to pick the piano instead, although I kind of regret that decision, and at least if I were working at the sweatshop, I would have been making money. Who knows? Um, but. Also, you probably have noticed that I am speaking so fucking fast. That's not my fault. That's because of the coffee. I... Yes, I enjoy coffee, but in small doses and not when I'm sleep deprived because then the different factors compound on top of each other and make me super, super, super fucking hyper. I, I swear, if you could materialize the words coming out of my mouth, they would be going faster than the speed of light. That, phys- that physics, The physics of that don't make sense, do not question it, but you could weaponize my words and use them as weapons against... I don't know who the fuck... Who, who, who's Canada mad at right now? Uh God, I guess? You could weaponize my voice against God. Or then God's just gonna change the language I'm speaking and then no one's gonna understand me what I'm saying. Tower of Babel. <laughs> okay. Um, you could use my voice for interstellar space travel. You know, fucking Sandra Bullock. If only she was using my voice, she would have, you know, not taken as long to get back to the Earth. I-, I didn't watch that movie either, but I'm assuming she gets back to the Earth, right? I think. Hold on, let me just Google this. Um, I'm going to fact check myself. I'm going to check myself before I wreck myself. Does Sandra Bullock get back to Earth in Interstellar? Um, okay, well... Okay, yes, yes, I, I found a YouTube video that says Gravity Scene Re-Entry and the descriptions about Sandra Bullock Okay, yes, she does survive and she does come back but she would have come back faster if she was riding on my words because they are so fucking fast If you are not able to understand the speed at which I am talking then you are probably a straight white male and therefore this podcast is not for you Stop listening, I'm kidding Okay, before you say, oh, you're being discriminatory towards me I was like, no it's a bit. It's a joke. It's a shitty joke. And also, I'm intoxicated right now under the influence of lack of sleep and probably dehydration, let's be honest. I haven't had a glass of water in three days. Um, that's what happens when you drink... Um, what, what What's the fucking drink called? Red Bull instead of um, water. You all your organs break down sequentially one by one and you eventually just explode into a million little pieces. That's not scientifically accurate either, but it, what happens if I drink too much Red Bull? I'm assuming that the caffeine would probably make it so that my receptors are probably down-regulated so that the, I need a higher dosage to trigger it. But clearly, because I'm hyper right now, That probably hasn't happened yet, because if that were to have happened, I would not be this fucking hyper, because caffeine would not have had as much of an effect on my nervous system than it has right now. Boom. That is... That's some actual fucking knowledge that you can actually use. How rare is that? Um, when you consume a drug too much and it, you know, affects your neurotransmitters, eventually your, um... Uh, your neurons are going to stop producing, or not going to stop, they're going to reduce the number of receptors um, in your synapse. Synapse is the junction between your two neurons um, when they're communicating. So that when you... Wait, does it reduce the number of... Maybe? I think that's what it does. It downregulates, which means it reduces the number of receptors for caffeine, let's say, so that it's less likely to trigger a electrical impulse, you know, from caffeine, so you would not need to consume even more caffeine to activate it. Boom. That's fucking science. Use it. And, I don't know, I feel like when caffeine mixes with my lack of sleep, it acts like it, it compounds together and makes me feel like it was just on cocaine, you know? I've never done cocaine, but I feel like if th- this is probably what cocaine does feel like. Because now I'm completely lost where I was supposed to be. Ah, yes, instruments. Fucking instruments. Um, uh, what instrument was I at? Oh, yeah. Piano. Yeah. Piano is the most accessible, or one of the most accessible types of uh, musical instrument. And I'll explain why. One. There's pianos every fucking where. I don't know if it's about the aesthetic or the interior design or the feng shui of whatever, but almost every single establishment just happens to have a piano there, whether or not they expect someone to be playing that piano. Like, some places I understand. Like, oh, there's a piano at this cabaret, there's a piano at the restaurant, maybe there's hiring a pianist to play while everyone's eating their fancy food. But then you'll just walk into a community center in front of a swimming pool, and you'll see, like, a piano in the swimming pool area, and you're like, I I really don't think that's good for the wood in the piano. I'm pretty sure that the water will damage the piano, but let's just put one in the swimming pool. Why not? or you'll be at a community center again. Well, community centers in general are really weird places. They put pianos everywhere. They put piano at the reception, a piano at the seating area, the piano in one of the common rooms, piano in the janitor's closet, piano in the bathrooms. You know, if you ever hear someone playing Nocturne Optus 25 uh, from the men's bathroom, that's just me. You know, don't worry about it. I'm just living my best fantasy. Um, where the fuck? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that... The piano is also accessible, because all you need to do is touch the keys, you know? Um, you press down, and as long as you have enough strength to be able to press down on it, boom, you play the, the note, great. Um, and that works for people with, um, who have maybe visual impairments or hearing impairments. For example, Beethoven was deaf, I think, yeah, he was deaf, right? But he could play the piano by feeling the vibrations, so what, what he had was a clamp, I think, that was atta- kind of like, okay, how do I say this? Um, you know when you go to the dentist and the dentist wants to take an x-ray of your mouth and they make you eat that gigantic thing that makes you feel like you're deep-throating uh, fucking a Decepticon? Yeah, that. Um, and then you put it in your mouth and it feels like it's like, you know, you have to bite down on it and then it takes an x-ray of it? Kind of the same situation for Beethoven. But yeah, he had this bite bar that was attached to the piano, so whenever he would play a note, he would f- be able to feel the frequency in his mouth, because each separate note has a different frequency. Okay, let me explain this. Um, so, sounds are a type of energy that travels through the air, or through... Well, it doesn't need to be air, but through a material or whatever. Um, when the sound travels through... The air, let's say. Let's simplify and just talk about the air. It travels in the form of a wave. Now, the wave can be tall, so you have really high maximums and really high minimums. So, ooh, how do I say this? Um, Depending on how loud you play the note, your highs and your lows, so those are your amplitudes. Okay, no, that's not the amplitude. That's the maximum and the minimum. Okay, I'm going to define some words. Amplitude is the distance between the maximum and the minimum. Oh, God, fuck. I hope that's correct. It's either that or half of that. I don't know. You go... go. You're smart. Go Google that information for yourself. But, yeah. The amplitude, if you're talking louder, is going to be larger, and you're going to have very big waves. And if you're talking softer or playing a softer note, the amplitude is going to be smaller, and you're going to be, you know... Um, it's going to be smaller. I don't know how to explain it. It's that's the one thing that's really hard to do. It's explain shit when you are high on coffee and high on sleep deprivation. Okay. Um, if you're talking softly, the wave will look like a calm day at the beach. If you are talking loudly, the waves will look like a tsunami and you should probably run away. There. That. That's a better way to explain it. That's the volume. But then you also have the tone of the note. So as we know, the classical um, scale is you know, not scale, but, like, the notes that we use in, uh, regular sheet music in the West is Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do, or C, D, E, F, G, A, B. And then it repeats over again, C, D, blah, 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 alphabet, you know that shit because you're not a first grader. And even then, if you're a first grader, you should probably know your alphabet. Um... Because if you don't know your alphabet, what the fuck are you doing? You should have been held back in kindergarten. Isn't that embarrassing getting held back in fucking kindergarten? But that's the truth. If you don't know your numbers, if you can't do what Sesame Street episode 1 through 5 teaches you, you cannot graduate kindergarten. And that's on period. And I know that some people are going to be 25 and still in kindergarten, but that's the truth of the matter. If you're not going to be able to learn your alphabet and you're not going to be able to learn your numbers, just... Become a reality star because that's your only avenue of success in life. That and porn star, I guess. But then again, porn stars do have a lot of skills, you know, um, because sex is just physics applied to the human body. It's a mi- uh, it's intersectional. You mix physics with bio. I'm not going to get into that again. Another episode. Where the fuck was I? Mm, brain, please remember. Please, neurons, please fire the correct electrical signal so that I remember what I was saying oh and it's lost now see sometimes thoughts come and go they leave I forget about them and sometimes they come back sometimes they don't they're kind of like relatives asking you for money you know they only come when you know you least expect it and when you expect them to come they're nowhere to be found truth of the story where the fuck was I going with this point it's not even a point It's not a point. If anything, it's a depression. Like, this isn't a mountain, this is a valley. Actually, it's not even a valley, it's a trench. Marianas Trench. Ooh, favorite trench in the Pacific Ocean. Also the only trench I know. No, actually, I do know the Santa Monica Trench. Yeah, that that, that was really going nowhere. Oh yeah, because we have the classical scale. Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do that repeats over and over and over again. Um, those notes, depending on which one you decide to play, are going to have a different cycle length. So, picture your sound wave as being a spring. And then when you play a different note that's, like, higher, your spring is going to be more compressed, and you can see that the rows... the spring are closer together it's the same amount of like wire on the spring but it's just a little bit shorter it's more compressed that would be a higher note versus if you take the spring and you pull it outwards and you like you know stretch it outwards then you get a lower pitch sound because the you know it's less energetic how do i say this your waves are further apart, and it plays a lower note. If your waves are closer together, they play a higher note. There we go. That was what I was trying to say with all of those words. I I swear I'm not illiterate. I know, okay, I am kind of illiterate. What up, I'm Jared, I'm 19, I never fucking learn how to read. But I'm not that illiterate. Like, you know, I know my basic nouns, I know my adjectives, I know... That you're hot and you're cold, you're yes and you're no, you're in and you're out, you're up and you're down. I know my Sesame Street episode 6, so I did graduate kindergarten. Did I graduate first grade? Probably not. Um, But yeah, your notes are played, like, the different notes sound the way they do because of how compressed your waves would be. Um, And yes, now I know where I was going. This goes back to Beethoven because those waves when they travel through a material that is not the air, because energy travels through all different types of matter, which is why sometimes, well, not sometimes, but all the time, you can still hear sound underwater, but it sounds a lot deeper, because sound waves don't travel as fast or as well, I guess, through water because it's a different type of material um, versus the air. And it can also travel through the bite stick that Beethoven had. So depending on what note you played, it would have a different frequency of vibration, a different, you know, um, speed kind of a vibration that you could feel in your mouth. And that is how Beethoven was able to distinguish between the different types of notes he was playing. So that backs up the accessibility. For example, if you are deaf, you can probably still hear what you are playing. Um, if You are blind. Well, it's also pretty easy to memorize how far apart the notes are, and you could completely play a song being blind. You would just have to, you know, position yourself at first and feel around where the keys are, what octave you're at, and then if you memorize the distance at which you should be playing your um, uh, keys, then that should be completely fine. Um, Versus some other instruments that may not be like that. I can't think of one right now, but just know that they exist out there. Um what what why else is the piano accessible? Well, um pianos although they're not cheap, their alternative the keyboard is a little bit cheaper, so you can basically learn how to play piano by practicing on a keyboard first, and it's not like you need to buy your own piano if you're able to access like a community center that has fucking pianos everywhere. Versus if you want to play the tuba, there's no such thing as a public tuba because first of all, gross. That's We're in the era of COVID-19. The last thing you want to do is share an instrument that you blow up with your mouth. Um, But pianos, they're everywhere. So even if you don't have one at home, you could maybe go to the library or whatever and practice, I don't know. Or get a keyboard that's a little bit cheaper. Um, The only instrument that I think is probably a little bit more accessible than the piano would probably be the synthesizer because Synthesizer, synthesizer. I don't know, synthesizer. Some the synth, the synth. Yes, the thing that goes whatever those sounds, the artificial sounds that you make in pop music nowadays. That one is even even easier to play and even more accessible because whether or not you you can pick the format which you want to play the notes. You can use a keypad, like a tone pad, whatever. You can use a keyboard. You can just use software by itself and just click around with the notes. There are so many different ways that you can modify how you input sound and music when you use a synth, versus the piano, which is, you know, play the keyboard with the keys on it. Versus a synth where you decide what kind of input you want to do. Um, Oh, another thing about why the piano is accessible is because you could technically play the piano not very well, but you could probably play it with just one hand. So let's say you have a handicap, and you are not able to use one of your arms for some reason, uh, you can play. And then there's that one pianist that can play with their toes. Look it up on YouTube. There's a pianist who can play the piano using their toes. I don't know how they managed to learn all that, but good on them, because toes don't have the dexterity that fingers have, mainly because they're not as long. Unless this person had freakishly long toes, which I highly doubt. Maybe they got, like, toe extensions. Is that a thing you can do, get toe extensions? I feel like with the current technology you have in plastic surgery, you could probably get like toe extensions, or at least put on like some kind of sock with extra like appendages on the end of your toes that make your fingers longer. I don't know. I I don't use my toes to play the piano, so I'm not the person you should be asking. Go in the comment section of the person who plays with their toes. Um, Oh, that sounded really weird, didn't it? Go to the comments section of the person who plays with their toes. I told you I'd say something I'd regret. Now someone's going to separate that audio out of context and play it everywhere and like, oh my god, Thomas is endorsing people to go look at foot fetish videos on Pornhub and I'm like, no, I was just talking about a person playing piano with their toes. But, as the internet does, they're going to take that out of context and make it so fucking... It's going to be some meme all over again, but I do have one respite, one respite, one respite, one... One thing that makes me not worry as much is the fact that longevity of memes nowadays has greatly shortened. Back then, in like, the late 2000s, early 2010s, memes would linger for a really long time, like Gangnam Style and What Does the Fox Say and Whip and Nay Nay, all that stuff. But nowadays, in 2020, a meme has a shelf life of like one week. Maybe two weeks if it's a dank meme. But otherwise, it's gone. For example, we're in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic, and yet the meme only lasted like a month. We're still in the pandemic. But the meme just did not have the strength, it just did not have the stamina, okay? Trump said that Hillary Clinton did not have the stamina, well I say that Hillary Clinton has more stamina than the COVID-19 meme has. Because the internet has such a big rate of turnover nowadays, it's so big, so widely used, that memes don't last that long. So that's one thing I'm relieved about. But yeah, some people can play with their toes on the piano. And that makes it more accessible now going back to the reasons however why i hate the piano is that one it hurts my fingers i am a person who has fucked up fingers i don't know if you guys have been able to tell in real life when you look at my fingers but my pinky fingers are crooked both of them and people say like oh my god they're double jointed and i'm like that's not a good thing because sometimes I'll be trying to write or try and play mu- another musical instrument, like the guitar, and then my pinky finger will just get caught and frozen and won't move. And I'm like, bitch, I know, you have n- I know you have nerves in you, I know that that finger's connected to my central nervous system, I know that I don't have any defects in my dorsal ganglia, so fucking move, finger! But no, it gets caught in that position and I can't move it anymore. That's one of the reasons I hate the piano. Also, the culture that exists around the piano and Asian parents is the absolute worst thing in this world, where you mess up on one note, well, you gotta play that song 15 more times again. Oh no, in those 15 times we were playing, you messed up once, that's another 15. It stacks up over and over and over again. And then you start developing uh, antagonistic feelings towards the piano. But even then, that doesn't do anything. So what happens? You start developing antagonistic feelings towards your fingers, and that's when self-harm starts. You know, when I do those quizzes for mental health that U of T be handing out every single day, they're like, Oh, at what age did you begin self-harm? And I'm like, bitch, six, trying to play Moonlight Sonata. It did not work, okay? A six-year-old should not be playing Mozart. I know some of them do, but that's a product of child abuse, so I don't condone that. But yeah." You start hating your own fingers. You start hurting your own fingers. The piano is just a garbage instrument. Versus, like, if you're playing the flute and you messed up, it's like, what are you supposed to beat up, huh? Your mouth? Nah, your mouth is valuable. You get to eat with your mouth. You don't need your hands to eat. Okay, you can just face plant straight into your plate of spaghetti and just slurp that shit all up like Lady and the Tramp. Except there's no tramp because you're forever alone and you're eating that plate of spaghetti alone in your room in the dark, No spaghetti sauce, just plain cold spaghetti from last night that you just got out of the fridge. Didn't even bother to microwave, didn't put salt on it. It's still in the container you left it in when it was in the fridge. The bottom's a bit soggy, the top's a bit dry because you undercooked it but overcooked the bottom. You also didn't salt the water before that, so it really has no taste. And one of the sides becomes a little bit pasty because it was closer to the back of the fridge where it was a little bit colder, and the freezer made that part of the uh, pasta freeze, and when it thawed, it became mushy. So you're just eating wheat and egg slurry. So don't, you know, don't play the flute because I don't know where I was going with that, but it's it's words. And now you listen to those words and now you own them in your brain. You're going to forget them, but for now they're in your brain. Anyways, um uh fuck Oh yeah, musical instruments. There are some instruments that I have major beef with. Um, I have major beef with the triangle because it's not a triangle, okay? Triangle, by definition, is a polygon. Polygon. Let's look up the definition on Google of polygon, shall we? Polygon definition. Polygon. A plain figure, plain as in like, you know, P-L-A-N-E, not as in P-L-A-I-N, you know, Google isn't insulting the triangle and the polygon by saying it's boring, no, plain as in flat. A plain figure with at least three straight sides and angles, typically five or more. And it needs to be connected. The line segments need to be connected to form a closed polygonal chain or polygonal circuit. Which basically means you can't have no half-assed, you know, triangle-shaped thing with a hole in it. And that's exactly what a triangle is. It's not a complete triangle. It has a missing hole in the side. So it should not be called triangle. It should be called a three-sided linear shape. But it, hell is it not, isn't a polygon. This is shit you learn in 3rd grade elementary school. The definition of a polygon, it needs to have straight sides, more than three sides, and it needs to be a closed shape. Therefore, the musical instrument triangle isn't even a fucking triangle. Honestly, it would be more accurate to call it a bent metal sausage, because that's closer to what it is than a triangle. I, however, do not have beef with the instrument called the wood block. Because guess what the wood block is? Literally a block of wood. Literally it is a block of wood you hold in your hand, you have a stick and you hit that block with it. That is honesty, that is honest advertising, that is ethical advertising, and I'm all for that, you know? Set our expectations where they need to be. I enjoy that very much versus other instruments that are a little bit more misleading. For example, okay. Let's do a little bit of deep dive in some instruments that you don't know. For example, the Timpani. Timpani? Timp Tiffany. Yes, the Tiffany. Tiffany, my favorite member of Girls Generation. Um no, the Timp timpani Tim Timpani. I mean just call it a timpani. Um it sounds like, you know, a very pleasant light name, you know, maybe the name of like a female child that two hipsters had, that currently attends art school in West Hollywood. She's a level 5 vegan, doesn't eat anything that casts a shadow, you know, rollerblades to school every day, but only on one foot because she needs to do yoga at the same time. That's timpani, or timpany or Tiffany with an MP. Yeah. But then you look at the musical instrument called that, and it's just this gigantic-ass drum... That makes this low-ass sound. And you're like, that is false advertising. That is not the description that I... That's not the person I recognize from that Tinder profile. In your Tinder profile, you said you were timpani. I look at you and you look like Olga. That's not the same thing. That is clickbait in real life. Worst instrument in percussion, to be honest. For me, I don't vibe with it. I don't enjoy it. There's some instruments that I actually don't have that much beef with. I'm okay with the saxophone, because the saxophone is associated with that one seal that was pretending to play a saxophone, and we like seals. Because seals... I mean, how could you not like a seal? Unless you are an octopus or a crab, there's no reason for you not to like a seal. Another reason I think I enjoy the piano over other instruments is that the piano, you know, You can play multiple notes at once, unlike the fucking flute that's just being that bitch over there. That She's not diverse. She doesn't have the range that the piano has. Because the flute, you can only play one note at a time when you're playing alone. Piano, you can play ten notes if you want, eleven if you have an extra finger, twelve if you live in Chernobyl. You know, you can play a very large gamut of notes at the same time. And then you can do chords. Chords are... Three or more notes, usually, um, that you play at the same time that sound a certain way together. For example, if you play the A major chord, that is the A note, C sharp, and E together, it sounds pleasant. And if you play, if you move everything up a semitone, so on the piano, so semitone means one note directly to the right of it, um... Whether it's a black key or a white key, it doesn't matter. That's a semitone. If you move it a semitone up, so you'll be playing uh, B flat, uh, D, F, I think. Then that's gonna sound the same, like the same chord, just you know, slightly upwards a little bit. And chords will have different shapes. And what in whatever key you play it in, whatever root note that your thumb is on, it's still going to sound the same, just in different pitches, I guess. And you can have a major chord, you can have a minor chord, you can have another chord that I didn't bother to learn because I didn't make it to grade 5 of piano. I did not take that theory test. Um, but chords sound nice. And the way that we can define a chord can be based on the piano by the number of semitones between two notes you play. So if you play C and C-sharp, those notes are right next to each other, then that is one semitone apart. If you play um, two notes that are full-tone apart, that means two notes apart from each other, is that a minor third? Let me search that up. Hold on. What's a minor third? Minor third is a musical interval that encompasses three half steps. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I was wrong. Three half steps. So that'd be, you could playing playing, playing uh, your, your regular C, your central C, and D sharp. That is a minor third. And then if you play, you know, a G with that, then you just made a minor C chord, and some distances sound better than others when they're, you're playing them alone. Obviously every single interval is important to make the dynamic nature of music, but you'll have perfect fifths that sound nice. Perfect fifths I believe are six semitones apart, I, I, I don't know, don't quote me on that. you have major thirds that are like one, two, three, four semitones apart. And those sound better, and when you mix them together, they make major chords and they sound happy whatnot. If you do your minor thirds and all those other weirder ones, then you're going to sound a little bit sadder, a little bit more emotion-packed, whatever. And by mixing these different types of intervals between your different notes, you're going to make different melodies that sound like, you know, some are happier, some sound more dramatic, some are more abrupt, depending on how fast you play your notes, or how spaced out they are, or whatever. Every, I'm not saying... Okay, what, what am I trying to say here? That there's theory, I guess, behind the music that we play, and it's not just notes, they're not random. There's a reason why you would play a note with another one versus not with another one. Not just because it sounds nice, well, okay, yes, because it sounds nice, but also because they would conjure up different feelings in a person listening to it. So if you play one happy um, interval, then one happy interval, and then maybe a sad interval, and then a happy interval again, maybe you're telling a story of, oh, a person's having a nice life, oh no, something bad happens, but they fixed it and they're happy again or if you want to play a bunch of sad-sounding notes, whatever, and then one happy one at the end, and then one sad one at the end, it can kind of be like, someone's sad, and they think they find something fun in their life, and then they're disappointed. Honestly, if I, in the future, write a new theme song for this podcast, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a really sad beginning, and then a little bit of happiness, and it goes right back to being sad, because that is exactly what disappointment is. And the academic part, because I don't know what it is about academia, but someone decided that, especially in French literature, because I studied mostly French in high school, that after seventh grade, you were no longer allowed to read stories of happy endings. Why? Who made that decision? Why is all of French literature depressing and boring and leads to pessimism? You know? There, there are no happy endings, and at most you'll get a bittersweet ending, which is not the same thing, okay? Because if I gave you a chocolate bar and it was sweet, you'll like it. If I gave you a chocolate bar and it was bittersweet, that was a bad example because chocolate is actually good when it's bitter. If I gave you a jelly bean and it was bitter, you'd be playing a game of uh, of bamboozled. Is that the game? Sure. But it's a bad tasting jelly bean. You don't want to eat it. Bittersweet is not the same thing as sweet. So... I don't know why all of a sudden in high school and university you need to read these depressing ass books and literature and music because I, I just don't get it it's just not I don't vibe with it that's not my jam I like my happy shit like I am very sad on the inside so I like reading happy shit so that I'm like oh maybe everyone if I'm feeling bad at least everyone else out there is feeling good and that makes me feel good there we go um so that is why I do not enjoy certain types of songs. That's why I don't listen to emo music. That is why I do not listen to French movies, the French sad movie music because it's bad. That's why I listen to Megan the Stallion because she makes me feel like a badass while you're listening to her music. Yeah, that that and you can say that rap isn't music, but I'm listening to it, so it doesn't fucking matter. Call it a podcast, all you want. You know what? It that'd be really funny if. All of a sudden there's a cultural revolution. Okay, I know viewers who live in the People's Republic of China right now who just heard me say cultural revolution. Don't panic yet. I'm not talking about that kind of cultural revolution. But if there is a shift in the paradigm of music, where rap music is no longer called music and is now called lyrical podcasting, I would love to watch the Grammy Awards where they're like, And the award for most profane and engaging lyrical podcast goes to Doja Cat! And she goes up there and she is like, why, yes, good sir, I am a Pulitzer Prize winner, I am a poet, I have a podcast, I am a genius of the spoken word. Meanwhile, she's rapping about, you know, playing with her pussy but don't play with her emotions? I don't know. It's a serve, though. It's a serve. Um... But yeah, I consider rap music to be music because who gives a shit anymore, you know? There's bigger things to worry about in this world than whether or not rap is music. For example, um, one thing that we need to worry about is what the fuck is an oboe? Okay? I, I, I don't get it. Why does it exist? Why why does it have that horrible name? I don't know if that's a problem with me or that's a problem with the English language, but that's not how you should spell it an oboe, okay? First of all, It comes from the French word au bois, H-A-U-T-B-O-I-S, or B-O-Y-S, depending on where in France you are, um, which literally means high wood, because the instrument is made of wood, and it sounds high. There we go, au bois. Um, And then the English took it, and then they started spelling it like that at the beginning, and then they changed it to oboe, O-B-O-E at the end, I don't know why. However, if you do read Shakespearean literature, I believe it is the play Twelfth Night. Yes, Twelfth Night. I don't know who says it, but someone says the word oboe, but spelled in the original French way. H-A-U-T-B-O-Y-S. Now keep in mind, I went to a school with a lot of dumbasses. Even dumber than I am, believe it or not. And the poor child who was reading in class out loud and pronounced... Oboe as hot boys? That's not even the bigger kicker because right after that it was like the oboes and then something about choir boys. Choir. C H O I R. Tell me why this kid read it as the queer boys. First of all, He's technically not wrong because choir and queer are basically interchangeable. I mean, just look at Glee; it 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 was it's a thing. Um, fucking Kurt Hummel, but the this is why we need to teach the children how to read, or else they will read the word choir as queer, and that's going to lead to a lot of confusion in the society. Maybe the reason why queer people around the world do not have rights yet is because politicians think that we're advocating, 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 yeah, for the rights of people who sing shitty music. That's not what we're trying to say. Maybe they think that when we say queer rights, that we're actually saying choir rights. And choirs don't deserve rights, okay? Fuck choirs literally fuck choirs too because some of them are queer um but yeah maybe that's the reason why Saudi Arabia still throws gays off of roofs because they think that we're advocating for fucking musical theatre no we're not we're advocating for the rights of people who just so happen to not fit under the heteronormative you know display of affection of men between women um or cis men and cis women um oh no that's just a personal theory I have it's a fucked up theory but I'm on my caffeine coke right now so you can't say shit to me um one more instrument that I have beef with is the entire family of the violins and the violas and the cellos and all those fucking why why take a violin make a small one a big one and a bigger one why? I don't get it. Have a little bit of creativity, you know? That's like naming... What's it called? Um, that's like naming the nation of Canada. Canada, because that's the first word that you heard spoken by the people who lived here first. First of all, it's not even Canada. There's no D in it. It's supposed to be a T or, well, rom- roman- ro- romanticized? like, put it into Roman alphabet, it would have been a T, not a D. So already, that's fucked. Um, but yeah, no. It's stupid. You Don't have a little bit more creativity. Don't just name things and make things just because you can make them, okay? Like, I like the different variety, okay? You have the guitar, which is the hipster violin. You have the banjo, which is the redneck violin. You have the electric guitar, which is the angry violin that's good. Don't just make the big and small and bigger violin. I don't like that. It's... you guys might like the sound of the cello. I don't mind the sound of the cello, but I just think you could have been a little more fucking creative, you know? Why isn't the ocarina more popular? Okay? First of all, it's a flute, but it's compact, and it's like a cultural thing, you know? Legend of Zelda? Have you not heard of it? Okay? The ocarina should replace the flute in every single middle school classroom in the entire world. Other instruments that I have beef with. I do not enjoy uh, the tambourine because it is a basically a drum that's asking for attention. And I don't like that. People deserve attention, don't demand attention. That fucking tambourine's trying to be like, Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! I'm being so interesting! Look at me! I'm making weird sounds that no one likes in this song! I sound like Christmas! And I'm like, first of all, No. You're just annoying. And second of all, fuck you tambourine. No one likes you. And no offense to the tambourine players out there, I- I- You're probably lovely people, but your entire work is shit. Fuck the tambourine. It's like some fucking freak show too. It's like there was it was a really hot, steamy night in the orchestra, you know. And there was a drum looking at the snare up there in the corner, and it was like, mm, or the symbol is like, mm, let's get it on, let's get freaky. There was some '90s R&B playing in the background. They did what lovers do. They did your little kiki kai kai in the corner, and gave birth to the fucking monstrosity that is a tambourine. I don't like that. I don't like it. Get it away from me. It is a genetic mutation of the instrument world, and it does not belong near me. Another instrument that I have beef with is the organ, but not for the reason you think. I'm fine with the instrument itself. I think it needs to change its name, because I don't... Why do you call it an organ? When I press on my lung, it doesn't make music, okay? So don't call it an organ. Call it, like... Call it the religious piano. That I enjoy, see? I think, from now on, to make things simpler, just call every instrument the instrument it was inspired on, plus an adjective. For example, the clarinet is just a loud flute. The piccolo is just the flute light, like the trial version of the flute. Okay. The xylophone is just the rustic piano, okay? The tuba is the obese trumpet. The trombone is the workout trumpet, because it's like a trumpet, but you gotta have a full-body workout when you play it. You know, that's the... It's a mix of Zumba and orchestra. That's intersectionality. We like that. The accordion is just the inflatable piano. You know, this way, it will reduce all types of language barriers, all types of confusion that exists between the different types of instruments if you just homogenize all of the names. Make it easier for us. And please, for God's sake, please rename your fucking triangle because it is not a triangle. The triangle is an affront to... Literally every single mathematical discipline out there. Pythagoras is rolling in his grave because you called the musical instrument a triangle. It's a fucking metal sausage, and you better get used to it. In closing, I have PTSD from playing piano, and also instruments suck. That's all I have to say. I would like to invite all of you to reflect on your relationship that you have with instruments and slowly learn to hate those instruments much like i do because they suck and they don't deserve rights period as always make sure to follow me on instagram at academic disappointment that's academic disappointment no periods no comma nothing no spaces if you can spell academic and you can spell disappointment, you'll find it. And if you can't spell it, don't follow me. I don't want your follow. Because one, you should be able to spell those two words. Two, if you don't know how to spell them, you should be able to Google them. And three, if you don't have the initiative and the intelligence to go and Google it, um, I pity your existence. Anyways, I will see y'all next week where we're going to talk about some more irrelevant shit because who the fuck knows? I don't know. Bye. I held that one really long this time.